Okay, good morning everyone. Thank you, uh, Rabbi Greenspan. I caught the end of the hak, uh, that introduction. Um, I'd like to, Baruch Hashem, we're back. Tafshin Pei Beis. Life in Torah of our leaders, live Tuesday mornings with First Seder Bismedrish at 11.30 a.m. And for those of you who are not familiar with First Seder Bismedrish, it's Kedai to get familiar with them. First of all, you could go to their website, firstseder.org. You could email Rabbi Greenspan at rabbigreenspan at firstseder.org. rabbigreenspan at firstseder.org. It's a wonderful program. Baruch Hashem, I have the schus to be a part of it. And the way we're a part of it is uh, remotely. I'm in Cleveland and they're in Philadelphia. And many other people are logged on as well. And they have a whole wealth of shiurim, live interactive shiurim um, that anyone could join and they're recorded. So for those of you out there in the Torah Anytime world and other places that hear these shiurim, if you uh, have an interest, they have Chumash, they have Navi, they have Gemara, Mishnayis, um, all different types of things, it's Kedai to check out what they have and become a part of First Seder Bismedrish. Um, <clears throat> the Shurim um, are being sponsored for Chaydesh Cheshvan by myself and my siblings, the Gross, Londoner and Newman families, Lili Nishmas, my brother-in-law's father, Mr. Aryeh Newman, Rav Aryeh ben Reb Tzvi, whose first yard site is today, Vav Cheshvan, and Lili Nishas, my mother, Harani Kaparis Mishkova, whose first yard site is tomorrow, Zion Cheshvan. My uh, brother-in-law and sister sat Shiva a day apart the same week last year. So they're both first yard site. It should be an Eloi for their uh, Nishamas. Okay, we have uh, not had a shear since before Rosh Hashanah. And before Rosh Hashanah, we were going on a Mahalach, we were going with the topic of the Paiskim, different Paiskim that we had um, explored, the Kitzur Shon the Chayadam, the Derech HaKayim, the Pischei Tshuva, the Maril. And we're continuing with this, uh, in this vein. And today we're going to learn about the Sma, or is also known as the Drisha and the Prisha. And I just want to point out that um, what we're, what one of the milas of our shiurim is that we're trying to give a perspective of the different gedolim that we learn from. And if we would just for a moment stop over the last more than a year, I think there's been 50 shiurim um, in this series, if you just open a tour, we will have realized that we have learned about the Marama Rutenberg, the Rosh, the Tur, the Bach. Today we'll be learning about the Prisha and the Drisha. Um, if you then open a Shulchan Aruch, we have learned about the Maril, the Marshal, the Ramah, the Taz, the Shach, the Mogan Avram, the Machsis HaShekel, the Primigadim, the Pischei Tshuva, further down on the page, the Chazam Seifer, and the Neide Behuda, and Dagom Ervava, and in other Paiskim, the Levush, the Chay Adam, the Kitzur Shulchan Aruch, the Derech HaChayim. So if you open a tour or a Shulchan Aruch in, in what we call run-of-the-mill Halacha Lemaisa, we have explored many of these Gedailim, and now we're continuing in the world of Shulchan Aruch and the tour, and that is the Bal Hasma, the Drisha, and the Prisha. His name was Reb Yeshua, either Volk or Falk, Katz, it's spelled different, uh, different times, different places, either with a vav, valk, or with a fe, falk. And we'll see in a moment what that is. And he was nifter in the year 1614, Shinai and Dalid, Yud Tes Nisan. So his first name was Yeshua. 
Now, in the Sefer Tiv Gitim, the Tiv Gitim on the Shemas of how to write names in a get, it says there that the name of Valk, Vav Aleph Lamid Kuf, is a kinoi, is a nickname for Yehoshua, and some other uh, nicknames for some other names as well. And he writes over there that if you read it with a kamat, Valk, so it should be Vav Aleph Lamid Kuf. If you read it with a patach, Valk, different places, they pronounce it differently, so then you write it without an Aleph, depending on whose name you're writing, is if it has an Aleph or not. Then he brings, he says, the Baal Hasma used to write his name without an Aleph, so he says, um, because he was called Valk with a Patach, like, and he writes, Uchemai Falk, because they were interchangeable, the Vav and the Pei, depending on which region you were from, the Vav sometimes turned into a Pei. But then he writes in the Tiv Gitim that I saw on the Seder Gitin Lamarash that you should write it with an Aleph. And he writes there that even though the Sma himself wrote it without an Aleph, But the Sma himself, when he was writing a Get for someone who had the same name as him, he would say to write it with an Aleph. And he said he had a Kabbalah in his family to write it without an Aleph, but only in his family. Um, and just like his name was Yeshua, and he would actually sign it without a hey, Yud Vav Shin Ayin, he would say that also was only for my family, but that's not the real way you write the name. He didn't say what the reason was. Um, and uh, he brings over there, there was actually a lady who came, and she said that her son was named after the Sma, and that made a whole tumult now, how do you write the name Valk? You should write it with an Aleph like the Sma said, but since he was specifically named after the Sma, maybe you should write it without an Aleph like the Sma wrote his name, and that was a tumul over there. So that's the name Valk. And now sometimes when you learn the Nice Kalim and Shulchan Aruch, you'll see when they quote the Sma, they call him Reish Vav Kuf or Reish Fei Kuf. Reb Valk Katz or Reb Falk Katz. So sometimes you see those Rashi Tevis, you don't know what it's referring to, you should know it's referring to the Sma. Um, or the Drisha, Prisha, depending which Sefer they're referring to. His father was named Rabbi Alexander Akayin. Now, there's a little bit of a, 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 it seems to be a question where the Sma was born. Some say he was born in Lublin, some say he was born in, in Worms, but it seems, um, if you do a lot of re- some research, you'll see that according to the Pincus of the Hebra Kedisha in Krakow, he was born in Krakow, because it says there, that his father, Rebbe Alexander, and his father's father, Rebbe Yeshua, and his father's 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 Rebbe Limelech, were all from the Chachme Krakow. They all lived in Krakow. Um, now, his father and his grandfather actually um, were Nifter. <coughs> I'm sorry, the, the, not the, the, the Rebbe Alexander's father, Rebbe Yeshua, and his grandfather and other family members were Nifter in a Magefa in the year Shinyud Beis. Um, and if you remember when we talked about the Ramah, the Ramah, as we'll see in a moment, is actually a relative here. His wife and mother were also Nifter in the same um, Magefa in Shin Yudbeis. We talked about it in the Ramah's life. In Krakow, a couple hundred people were Nifter over the year of Shin Aleph and Shin Yudbeis. Now in the Hakdama to the Sma, he writes, he calls the Ramah She'eri. He calls him Meir Virabi, She'eri, my relative. Because... His mother, the Sma's mother, was named Kendall, Kuf Ayin Nun Dalilamid, and she was a sister of the Ramah's father, Rabbi Yisrael Israelin. So the Sma and the Ramah were first cousins. 
Now, according to this, it seems that clear that he was born in Krakow. Um, <clears throat> now, he was born in the year 1555. In um, the Hakadamah, to his Sefer, he writes that when I was young, I learned He was a Talmud of the Ramah in Krakow. And he says, afterwards, I went to learn So he went to Lublin, and that's probably where the mistake came, that he was born in Lublin, because he was a Talmud of the Marshal in Lublin. So he was a Talmud of the Ramah, and then a Talmud of the Marshal. He writes, both of them left after them, themselves, a bracha, with the, their Talmidim, the Gedolim, and from their Svarim that they wrote. So those were his two Rabbeim, the Ramah and the Marshal. Now he married his wife. His wife was named Bela. And she was the daughter, as he writes in Akdama, Hakatsin Vahanadiv, Manig Bikaklovov. He was a, a very rich fellow, big baltstuk, as we'll see, Noida Basharim in the city of Lvov, and he was known throughout the world. His name was Rabbi Sral ben Rabbi Yosef. And in a different place, the Smasan writes the last name was Idlish. Aleph Yud Dalit Lamid Shin. Idlish. Rabbi Sral Idlish. Um, now, let's stop for a moment and talk about his wife, Bela. She is a very famous personality in, uh, in the Torah world. Her, there, there's two hakdamas to the Sma and the Drish and the Prisha. There's the hakdama the Sma himself wrote, and then there's the hakdama to the Drish and the Prisha that his son wrote. So we're going to be going back and forth between the two hakdamas, figuring out the life of the Sma. So in the, in the hakdama that his son wrote, he writes about his mother, Bela, and he says that she was an Azer to her, to her husband, to the Sma, and his Talmidim. And even though she came from a very rich house, she wasn't interested in Eilam and she chose Tamed Liknais Eilam Haba. He writes that after the Sma was Nifter, the Rabbitson lived for another 17 years. And he says at that point, while she was married, she couldn't really fast and do a lot of precious because she had to help her husband. But once her husband was nifter, he says she fasted every single day, and at night she wouldn't eat any meat or anything minachai, only things, only in order to sustain herself. And uh, she davened a lot, she had the key to the bait, to Ezra's Nashim, because she was the first one there, and she was the last one to leave an hour or two after everyone else left. And even after she finished there, she would be Isaac and Chumash and Rashi and other Mefarshim, the Talmidim of her, of, he writes, avi. The Talmidim, my father, know her, 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 her uh, how smart she was. And he writes over there, even when at the table, they would talk and learning, and she would throw in and say Avart, and she would say different Divrei Torah, and she would be a part of the conversation. And he says, and how are we able to even enumerate call all her good actions there's no way for us the, the paper is too short and we would not finish saying all her chasidos and her prishos just like it's well known and, and, and public it's very famous for everyone now he writes that at the end of her life she went up to Yerushalayim and she lived there for about 8 years and she was nifter at the age of 58 and he writes, he thinks that she was nifter young because she fasted so much. 
and she was buried within Dalit Amis of the Kever of Zechariah Hanavi. There's a Kever of Zechariah Hanavi and Harazesim. I, I don't. I was never there, but um, it says I, I don't know if there's a Matzeva for her or not. But this is what he writes: that she was buried within Dalit Amis of the Kever of Zechariah Hanavi. Now, if you make the Cheshbonus of how old she was when she was Nifter and how old the Smau was when she was Nifter, it comes out that she was 18 years. Um, younger than the Sma. So I don't know what age they got married, but if, but she was 18 years younger than, uh, than the Sma. Now, her son writes two famous halachic psakim that she had. And these are famous things in halacha. She said the women make two mistakes when they light candles. The f- when it comes to yunt- lighting yontif candles. The first mistake is that when it comes to lighting Shabbos candles, so what you do is the women, they light the candles first, and then they cover their faces because they don't want to get Hanah from it yet, and then they, they make the bracha. Because if they're going to make the bracha, I mean, Shabbos, you can't light the candles anymore. However, on Yontif, she said, really, on Yontif, you could light candles. So therefore, the proper way of lighting Yontif candles should be to first say the bracha, and then light the candles. That makes much more sense. So she was very strong that that's what should be. Now the Magen Avram brings this down in Hilcha Shabbos Reish Samach Gimel, and the Magen Avram says, No, Avol Ein Chachma Leisha. It's very nice that the Sma's wife said this, but Ein he brings her down. Avol Ein Chachma Leisha, and he writes because Chachamim didn't want to be mechalik. Once Shabbos, it had to be. This is the procedure. They didn't want to say Yontif should be different. It's like a light plug. They didn't differentiate, and therefore you should not change. And his lashon was Ein Chachma Leisha. But the Noi Debihuda in Dagel Merivava over there in, on the page in Shulchan Aruch, he says the halacha is like her. I'm paskening like the wife of the Drisha. So even though the, the Lashon of Magan Avraham says, However, he says no, he uses the Pasuk by the Mishkan. She's an Isha Nisa Liba Bachachma. She's a smart woman. That was the first mistake that she said women make. And the second mistake that he says is, when do women light candles the first night of Yantif? So, the second night of Yantif, you have to wait till it's already Lila. So, the minig is to light after Myriv or by the Suda. But it seems that there was some custom the first night of Yantif not to light Yantif candles right away by Hadlokas Neiris, but to, write, to light them later, like after Myriv before the Suda. And she said that it's incorrect and they should light earlier. Um, that also is not so pasha. The Chassam Soifer in, in Mesech the Shabbos, Tav Chav Gimel Amid Beis and Chav Dalit Amid Aleph, actually has a diyun about it, and he brings a rai, he quotes her again, and he brings a rai from the Gemara, not like her, um, and he says the minig is to do it that way. The Mate Ephraim and Hochaz Rosh Hashanah, it also says there's such a minig for women to do it that way, so it could be there's two men hagim. But you see, these two chidushe halachas, her son writes that she was Mitzavim, my wife, her daughter in law, to do it this way. But these were two chidushe halachas that she said that became a big tumult amongst the Paiskim, the Mangan Avram, the Naid Yehuda, the Chsam Seifer, they're all handling the chidushim of the wife of the, of the Sma. Now, the, in Akdama, the Sma writes that when I saw Rav Hatzlois Hamutalama Rav Manigakila, when I saw how much uh, responsibility there is on a Rav, and when you need to learn, you have to have a clear mind. He says, My bakasha from Akadish Baruch Hu was that I should be Zaycha, I shouldn't be a Rav. 
I should be a Rosh Hashiva, I should be Zoycha to a base Talmud, and I won't have to be a Rav, I'll be able to learn with a clear head. Biterem may love Karasi, Shoma Hashem Tvilasi, Hashem listened to me, and he gave in the heart of my father in law, like we said, his father in law was a very wealthy person. He gave me a, a very large house made out of stone. You know, that was something in those days, everything's made out of wood. The expensive homes are made out of stone, and it had a downstairs, and a second floor, and a third floor. And uh, and attics, aliyos, this asif by adarim adarim that I could have flocks of talmidim coming to learn. And in a different place, he writes at the base medrash that my father-in-law built for me, and he provided for me and my talmidim for 25 years that I should be able to learn. That's in addition to all the tayvus he's done for Kla Yisrael. He built many shuls in our kehila, many sifrei Torah, many clay hektish. His house was open to Aniyim and to Leim de Torah. He married off Yisaimim. So he was a very big Balchesed. But the Sma says, Baruch Hashem, he provided a yeshiva for me. I didn't have to become a Rav. Now in his yeshiva, his son writes in the Now one of his Talmidim, who didn't become something great, to be either Echad Migaine Hadar or Rosh Yeshiva, Avbezdin, Balhira, Dayan, Maniga Ki'ila, he says every Talmud of his became something great. His son writes the Kemat in any city, in all of Kla Yisrael, in this generation, you won't find one of his Talmidim. So he was a Rashiva for many years, 25 years it seems, and he was Megado many, many Talmidim who became the Gedolim and Manhigim of the next generation. Now he writes, the Sma writes in the Akdama that with his Talmidim, Yerati Lo'imik Mitsula Biyama Talmud, I went into the deep depths of the sea of the Yama Talmud. And he says, I wrote down all my chidushim and all the mesechtas. I wrote them down um, while I was learning them. And uh, I had liyola biyodi arbo esrei mesechtas chidushim. I had chidushim on 14 mesechtas in Shas. It sounds like on the entire mesechta. But he writes, harabim, But there was a fire and they all got burnt and uh, they left me. The gevilim, meaning the, the, the parchment itself, the paper itself, with the pirushim, it's a play on oisiyos parchais, like it says by the luchais, that the stones were broken, but the letters flew away. Here he said the letters were burnt as well, they were burnt. So he says, after that, He took it as a simon, it seems, that he should change his derech halimud, not necessarily learning mesechtas bi'iyun. I decided to learn with Rabbanim Halachas, the Rif, the Ran, the Martche, the Rush, the Tur, and to go through each of these Paiskim and be Medaktik in all the cracks and crevices, and to write on each of these ones Biurim um, explanations. So that is what afterwards, I don't know how many years it was, but he decided to dedicate his life afterwards to the limit of halacha and the clarification of halacha. Now just to pause in from his famous Talmidim, who were the Talmidim of the Sma? So one of them was the Shloha Kadosh. Another was Rabbi Yeshua from Krakow, the Baal Magine Shloimai. We've mentioned him numerous times um, in, in our Shurim. He was a, a friend of the, of the, uh, of the Shach's father. 
Um, and we mentioned him in numerous places. The author of the Sefer, Ber Sheva, one of the Gedolim, another Sefer, Eisen, who has Rachi, is one of his Talmidim, was a Rav in Lvov, and is actually buried right next to his Matzevas, right next to the Smaz. These were from his big Talmidim that we know of. But like we said before, that um, um, he, he, had, uh, he had many, many, many great Talmidim. Um, now, besides for the Svarim that he wrote, that he said on the 14 Masechtas, um, his son writes he had Svarim on the Rif, the Ran, the Smag, the Martha, the Rush, the Turim, like we just mentioned. He also had Svarim on Kabbalah and Philosophia and Philosophy. He had Krach Godol Drushes Al Atayra Valpirish Rashi. had a big um, volume of Drushes and Taira and Pirish Rashi. Um, a Krach Im Chuvas. He had a responsa. Um, but his son writes, While he was alive, so his Chidushi Halachas, I guess he means the one on Mesechtas, were burnt, as we mentioned before. And he says, And two years after the Ptira of the Sma, there was a big fire in Lvov, and all the other Svarim were burnt. Not only the Svarim that he wrote, the Svarim that he learned from, and the Svarim that he, and his Svarim that he learned from, he wrote Hagais in them, he wrote notes in them, they were all destroyed. Um, he says, "Vigiaisam v'kasu v'vir kol davar akasha v'rosham al agilyam malei al kol gedaisam." He filled up all the margins of his farm with all types of chidushim that was all destroyed. The volume of drushes was destroyed. The biurim arashi v'alatayra, the krach of chuvas, kolayla nevad v'nisraf, they were all destroyed. Um, he was a big anav and he was a big parush. He was a very humble and someone who who separated himself from Humayla Mazeh. Um, his son writes, "Mikol Adam Anivus Shiflusai Leinane Bailamazeh Shum Tzad Hanasa." He didn't benefit from Bailamazeh in any type of way. And remember, his father-in-law was a very wealthy fellow. It wasn't like he he was he was a poor person, but still he wasn't nana from Bailamazeh. And he says again, like he wrote about his mother, the son writes, if we're going to try to write, call Midas Again, the same thing, the page will be too short from writing all of his Anivos and his Chasidus and his Precious. This is something that is well known in public to anyone in our generation. Now, besides for being a Rosh Hashiva, he played a major role in the leadership of the, of the Jews in Poland. And he was on the Anhala of the Vad Arbo Haratis, which we mentioned many times, the Jewish governing body of Poland. At that time, it was only Gimel Haratis, as we mentioned numerous times. Sometimes it was Dalit, sometimes Gimel, sometimes Hey. It's known as the Vad Arbo Haratis. Um, for example, in the year Shin Mem Zayin, in 1547, there was a Yerid called Gramnitz. If you ever do any searches, you'll come out with a Yerid affair called Gramnitz. Now, some people think that that was a place, but it's not really a place. In Lublin, there used to be a Yerid affair three times a year. And Gramnitz, and the first one of the year was in February, February 2nd, I think, even. And the Gaish, in the Polish way they referred to February, was Gramnitz, based on some Catholic something or another. So therefore, the, the Lublin Yerid that was in February was called Yerid Gramnitz. Just a piece of uh, tidbit of information. So there was the, so the, the Vada Arbaratzas would meet at these fairs. This was like a big convention for all Jews, as we've said many times. So he, there was a cheirem that they put out in 1547 
um, that a person is not allowed to try to become a Rav through uh, monetary ways, to buy his way to the Rabbanus, or lend money to someone to get the Rabbanus. It was something that was a big problem at the time, and they put out a cheyrem against it, and he was one of the signatures on it. Um, 30 Rabbanim signed on that cheyrem, the Smad, the Marami Lublin, the Marsha, the Shla, the Kliyakar, and others, but he was one of those signatures. In Shin Samach Zayin, in another Yerid in Gramnitz, there was a very famous um, kuntris that was composed mostly by the Sma. And it was a kuntris of takanas that they made for the Jews. And the main part of it was a kuntris about ribis, about doing business and investments and interest problems. And it's called, nowadays you could find it, kuntris haribis lahasma. The kuntris of ribis lahasma. And it was written in two pieces. There was a short short part of it. The first half is derech haksara. And that's for the people to know the halachas. And then afterwards is derech harucha, a little bit more lengthy. And he writes over there, this shouldn't be shown to anyone. It should only be shown, not to the hamoinam, only for the rabbonim, only nemonim. Because over there, there's a lot of heterim and loopholes. And he says he doesn't want the hamoinam getting a hold of it. A rav will be able to use it, or someone who's a nemon will be able to use it properly. And he writes, um, we, at the end of the Kuntras of Ribbis, he says, we went through all these halachas, and we all agreed to it, they were all here with us, after they agreed to these takanas, they all went home, and the Sma writes, I was left alone, at the, at the behest of the Rashi Hamadinais, I wrote it all down, and he signs it at the end, he is, his nickname is Val Kayan, the one who writes and signs it here, with the agreement of his Rabbeim and his friends, in the year um, Shin Samach Zayin. So that is a very famous kuntris, Haribis Lahasma, and again, because he was a prominent figure on the Vad Arba Arotzis. Um, there were other takanas in that kuntris as well, besides for ribis, there was doing business with um, skins and with uh, wax and with chalev, all different things that might have Isurim problems doing business. There were takanas about uh, different foods. There was takanas about different clothing. And uh, that's a very uh, famous thing that he was involved in, in what we would call like the claw work. Now, in the year Shinai and Beis, you may remember there was a famous story called the Get from Vin. And we spoke about this Ba'arichos in the Shir and the Levush in Adar time. And I'm just going to go over it very quickly, but if you want to hear about it more, in, you'll search on Torah Anytime or on my website for the, the, Torah, the Life and Torah of the Levush. And at about minute 14 or so, I talk about it um, more Ba'arichos. But the basic idea was that someone gave a get with the understanding, it wasn't Mamish Al-Tnai, but the understanding that if he lives and he gets better, his wife will, uh, re- will come back to him and he will re- remarry her. And eventually she didn't. And the question was, was this called a get Al-Tnai? Now the Sma lived in Lvov, but the Rav of Vin was the Chachmas Manoyach from the back of the Gemara. And the two, and the, two the Chachmas Manoyach and the Sma were the Misadri Haget. They were the ones who wrote this Get and, and did the, this Get. So obviously they held it was kosher. However, that's what we talked about then. The Maram Lublin and the Levush were very much against it and they held it was a puzzle a Get. 
and uh, became a big tumult in Klai Yisrael, and by the Vad Arba Haratzis in Shinai and Beis, they came together and they paskined like the Raiv Hagadailim, which was the Marsha, the Bach, the Masis Binyam, and the Beishmul, the Kliyakar, who agreed with the Sma. The Chachmas Manaych had already been Nifter by the time the tumult began, and they went against the uh, the uh, Levush and the um, and the Merami Lublin. Um, it still wasn't so passionate, and a few years later they had to renew the Psak that it was a Kasher again. Now, let's talk about his Svarim. In his Hakdama, it's a long Hakdama, he goes, Mamish starts, like, starts from Moshe Rabbeinu and goes through the, the Mishnah and the Gemara and, and the whole, so to speak, Shalshelis HaTayra, the whole Maseris HaTayra, and he comes to explain why he wrote his Pirish. And he says, I saw that the Goinim, the Marik and the Mara, meaning Rabbi Yosef Karay, the Beis Yosef and the Rama, um, there the the Ki Kavanasim Hayushalyivsuk Mitaicham. He says the way they wrote their Svarim was that you shouldn't just paskin from the Shulchan Aruch and the Ramah. First you should learn the Torah and the Beis Yosef, and then once you know the Sugya, you can come to the Shulchan Aruch Ramah and understand the Psak. He says that's what they really wanted, and that's why they wrote very Bikitzer. And they didn't write the reasons for their psakim. Mashainkim is Manenu. It's a funny, interesting lush. And he says, In our times, Rabim Choshvin Kilu Hemi Dardea. Many think they're from the Dardea, the, the, the generation of knowledge. It's us, that usually refers to the Dar Hamidbar, but it means a generation of high knowledge. And they don't want to put in the time to it. They just want to learn Torah standing on one foot. So they don't know the Sugyas. They don't know the Svaras. They pass in from Shulchan Aruch. And they are the ones who are destroying our nation. And the reason being, because if you don't know Pshat, so then you might make a mistake in a Halacha, or you might make a wrong comparison. Um... Now he writes, then even though the Levush came along, and if you remember when we talked about the Levush, he made like a middle between the lengthy Beis Yosef and the short uh, Shulchan Aruch and Ramah, he made like a middle uh, Sefer, but uh, because of Derech Mitzua, like a middle uh, uh, level, but if you look over there in the Akdam, he explains why he's not happy with the Levush's Sefer either. So he says, therefore I came along and write, wrote my Sefer. And he says, I divided up my Sefer into four parts. Arba Roshim, and in each one he explains how it has to do with the four Naharais that came out of Gan Eden. Arba Roshim. And um, each one is really a, a whole shtikel uh, teira, uh, I would say, of how it applies to the name. So I'm not going to go through each one of them. I don't understand every one of them either. But um, you can look over there if you're interested in seeing how he says it. But the first chelak he calls the prisha. Why? It's a pirush. It's an explanation to the tor. And Hein Mashikasa Vabes Yosef, sometimes I bring the Bes Yosef, Hey Mashikabalti Mishnea Gainim, Rain Rav Marshal Maram, and also what I learned from the Marshal and the Ramah, Hein Mashikanani Hashem, I sometimes have my own Chidushim, Bizbaru Divreator. So it's an explanation, the Tor. Bili Irvuv, Abitaycha Maruchososhinagamara, Vidivre Hamachabrim. The Bes Yosef brought the Gemara and he brought the Rishainim, then he explained the Tor. There's, there's too much going on in the Bes Yosef. So my my prisha, my pirush, is an explanation of the tor, just an explanation of the tor. So that's why it's called prisha, because I'm a farish. The second chelak is called the drisha. 
So that's where I'm going to show you where the Tor got his Psak from. From the Gemara and the Darkai. He says, and sometimes I'm going to even show you why in Prisha I said a certain Pshat. So in the Prisha I'll explain to you what I believe the Tor is saying. In the Drisha I'll explain to you how I got there. So in this way, he's like splitting up what would be like the Beis Yosef and the Ramah into two. Because they bring the Gemara and the Mepharshim and all of that in one, and he splits it. This is the Pshad in the tour, And the Drisha, I'll tell you the Gemaras, I'll tell you where I got it from, why I said differently like the Beis Yosef and the Ramah. Um... He says, In Prisha, sometimes I didn't explain like them. In the Drish, I'll explain to you why. Sometimes, he says, over there, in the Drish, I also have Terutzim and some of the questions that the Beis Yosef asked. And therefore, he says, I called the Drisha, Ki chakarti v'darashti boy b'chakira atzuma lamed al advarim. So I was Dairish, I seeked out and I went into it into depth to understand all the things that the Torah says. And I brought all different Paiskim, the Rif, the Rash, the Ramam, the Mardchai, Rabbein Yeruchim, the Rajba, the Ran, and Vizulasan and other ones. And uh, any other things that I have questions on and answers on, that's all in the Drisha. That's all where the Lamdus is. The Prisha is the explanation. He says the third Chelek the third chilek of his sefer is called Haisafa. Those are the additions. He says, Again, the tour is the is the is the is the focal point here. The Prisha and Drisha are all focusing on the tour. He says, well, after the tour, there are other halachas that were added in. Sometimes the base by the base Yosef, sometimes by the Ramah, um, sometimes uh, myself. I've added in some halachas. So in the Haisafa, I added in halachas that were nishadish or that were added in um, post the tour, after the tour. And sometimes he says, And sometimes in the Haisafa, there's certain things that may be contradictory in different, of, in different psakim. And I therefore, in the Haisafa is where I explain that they're not a contradiction. Now these three chalakim, the Prisha, the Drisha, and the Haisafa, he says, I called this chibor, this composition, this sefer, which is made up of three chalakim, it's called Beis Yisrael. That's the same name of the sefer, for two reasons. Number one, because it should be an azer for Kol Beis Yisrael, it should be a tool to assist all of Kla Yisrael, and the second reason is to name after my father-in-law, the one who, like we said, Pravor, this is where he writes it, he provided for my yeshiva for 25 years till I finished writing the Sefer, and therefore I want his name to be called on it, and his name was Yisrael, so therefore it's called Beis Yisrael. He writes, then I have a fourth chilek, which is not part of Beis Yisrael, but it's a fourth chilek to what I'm writing, and that is a pirush on the Shulchan Aruch, um, and I call that Sefer Meire Senayim, and that's why he's called the Sma. The Sma stands for Sefer Meire Senayim. Kashu be'emes meir einei hama'ainim ba'shulchan aruch uva'goysef ha'stumim va'chasumim. He says because it really lighten, lights up the eyes of those who learn Shulchan Aruch and Ramah, which are very closed and very and, and hard to understand. Asher zulas pirish zeh asher lifsek mitaychay. He says, without my pirish, it's asher to paskin straight from Shulchan Aruch and the Ramah, because you don't really know what's going on. Um, now, 
He says, I started off with Shulchan Aruch Hashem Mishpat, Shumiksayel Shal Teira Ve'enei Kol Boy Lifsek Misaychay. It seems it was very common to paskin straight from the Shulchan Aruch Hashem Mishpat without understanding things, maybe because of business and things like that. And people, we, I, we talked about this once before, that people were very involved in, in paskening straight these shilas themselves, because business shilas, they would just open Shulchan Aruch and they would see it. And the Sma is saying, you can't paskin straight from Shulchan Aruch unless you have my pirish the Sma and understand what's going on. And therefore, that's why he started with Chayish uh, Mishpat. Um, now he writes that in the Sma, whenever he has an argument with the Beis Yosef or the Ramah or even with the Levush, he puts a star next to it. So if you ever look in the Sman see stars, you'll know that's where there's a Machlaikis. And he says, whenever I was Machadish something, I put a finger. That sometimes, a lot of times you see, it's not only in, in the Sma, you see the Magan Avram, in other places, a finger they put in that you should know where there's a Chiddush. Um, and another big thing that he did was a very interesting thing. He says that the, the, we know the Shulchan Aruch wrote before each simon, like what the simon's about and how many sifrim are there. He says, but it's too bekitzer. You don't really know the actual dinim that are in each simon. So in the front of Chay Shemishbat, it's not in all the Shulchan Aruchs. In the new fancy ones, the Freeman one, they have it there. He wrote a luach um, of all the simanim in Chay Shemishbat with the dinim that are in each simon. And he writes, number one, you'll be able to find things easier. And also, it's also very good chazara to be able to look at it very carefully and you'll be able to see what's going on in each simon. Now, in Sma, his derech was to explain the words of the Mechaber and the Ramah. That's really what he wanted to do. Um, and he wanted to make sure that every letter and every word is understood and understand what they're trying to say. And in fact, there's a tshuva, in tshuva's habach, simen kuflam edvav, in the old tshuva's of the bach, there's a tshuva to the sma, kuflam hey the sma wrote to him, kuflam edvav, the bach wrote back. And in the middle he says, I really don't understand, you're making a very big deal out of the fact that the Ramah, when he was quoting, uh, I think the Beis Yosef, or quoting someone else, yeah, the Beis Yosef, and he left out the word Kenyan. And you're making a very big deal out of it, because that was the Sma. If the Ramah left out a word, that means there's a reason for it, and it's a Chiddush and Halacha. And the Bach says, I don't know why you're doing that. Maybe when he was copying it over, he left out the word. It, it's very possible. I think it was really, uh, uh, the source was, basically, he was quoting a rush in a tshuva, and he says, maybe he didn't really look it up. So the Bach wasn't so spoil that the word Kenyan was missing, but the Sma made a very big deal out of it, because that was his derech, to be medactic in every letter and every word um, of the Beis Yosef and the Ramah. Now the Sefer Sma he gave to be printed um, at the end of his life, and then he was nifter before it was actually printed, and again, he was nifter in the year 1614, Shinai and Dalid. Uh, soon afterwards, the Sefer Sma was printed on Chayshem Mishpat. Now, it's not clear if he wrote on the other Chalakim of, of Shulchan Aruch or not. He doesn't mention Nakdama that he did, because he said, I started off uh, just, you know, Sman Chayshem Mishpat. His son doesn't mention it either. The Chidot writes in, in Shem HaGadolim, Kimidumali says, I think that I saw the Sma has a Chibor on the other Chalakim of Shulchan Aruch. Now, in that Sefer, there's Hagois, Menachem, Tzion, on the bottom, in the Shem HaGadolim, and he says maybe what the Chidah meant was that if you look in Chayshe Mishbur, Kuf Tzadi Dalid, Sivkatan Aleph, it's a very big uh, Sivkatan, but within the first five or ten lines, he writes over there, he says, Ayin Masha Kasavti Bidrisha Uvisma Yaredea Simen Shinchaf. 
look what I wrote in the Drisha and in the Sma of Yeridea Shinchaf, which maybe the Hagoyz Menachem Tzian is saying maybe that's what led the Chida to believe that he had a Sma on Yeridea as well. Others say he probably meant the Prisha. It might have been a mistake. Because in Shin Chaf, both the Drisha and the Prisha do talk about that topic. And maybe he meant to write, Ayin Mashakasa B'Drisha Uba Prisha. And the word Sma was a printing mistake. So that is that, but we don't have anything. Now, it is Kedai to, to notice that the Shach and Chaysha Mishbat, um, when we talked about the Shach, we talked about his Sefer and Chaysha Mishbat, which is a very much a pirush on the Shulchan Aruch and a lot of Maramakaimas, very different than the Shach and Yeridea. But there's also a, a significant portion where he handles the Sma, Ayin Sma, Ayin Sma, Ayin Sma. The Sma was a, a major um, Paisik to be, to be reckoned with um, in the pirush of Chaysha Mishpat. Now, <clears throat> the Prisha and the Drisha, so his son writes, that it's been 21 years since my father's Petira, and these Svarim have been locked up and away, nobody has printed them. His brother was supposed to print them, meaning the Sma's older son, but he ended up being Nifter. And he says, so I decided to print it. He says, but then when I opened it up, he says, you can't imagine what a job it was. He says, because my father learned over this, these inyanim, the Prisha and the Drisha, with his Talmidim over and over, pam achar pam, and he filled up all of the margins with all types of ha'aris. He says, um, and sometimes he even had to write on a margin in the wrong place. So sometimes I couldn't even figure out why, where this ha'ara goes, because it clearly doesn't go where it's next to, but he had run out of room somewhere else, so he wrote it somewhere in a different place. And he says there were there was things erased, and there was oisiyos that were hanging that were hanging here, and there were milos akumos words that were uh, were crooked. He says it was a job that I didn't even understand. I couldn't believe that I had to do. He says I didn't rest yoyim v'layla tamid until I was able to bring it, be ready to be printed. Now he adds in another thing. He says if someone's going to learn the preach and the drisha and say this is not a chiddush, this is a well-known old pshat that 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 has been said for years in the Torah. What's the preacher or the drisha being mechadish? He says I will tell you. He says my father learned this for so many years, and all of his talmidim learned it with him, and his talmidim had notes, and like we said, they went around to the entire world. Uh, the entire, entire country or wherever, called Tvuz Yisrael. So a lot of these Pirushim, many of the Talmidim taught their Talmidim, and are taka well known. But you should know the source of them, he said they're actually, they're ready, Dvorim Pshutim Regilim Evikal Adam. It's like the Pashib Shad, everybody knows, but you should know they're really coming from the Drisha and the Prisha that he said them in his Isfarim. So the Drisha and the Prisha of um, Yaridea was printed in 1635 which is again 21 years after his Petira. And Ebenezer was printed in 1638. And Chesha took a long time. That was printed much later in 1716. And Arachayim, the Drishim Prisha in 1764. So that's the legacy that he left us. He was Nifter Shabbos, Kaidish, Yutas, Nisan, Shinai, and Dalin in 1614. And on his Matseva in the old cemetery of Lvov, which does not exist anymore, it was totally destroyed. But I, I, I saw, I saw, um, I, um, I saw, I have pictures of it. I found pictures of the matzeva, at least one side of the matzeva. And um, 
and I saw on one of the svarim they they uh, they wrote what was written on the matzeva. It's a long matzeva, but on the on the top of it it's written Hagayna Chosid Hamuchter Ba'arbuksarim. He was crowned with the four crowns: Kesser Taira, Kesser Kahuna, and Kesser Malchus. The Kesser Shem Teva Agabeya Masher Laatzmai Hu Hayakayna. This he acquired from from for himself the Kesser Shem Teva, and that is what we would call almost the Kayan Agadol Hamuchter Ba'arbuksarim. He has the four crowns of Kahuna, Taira, Kahuna, Malchus, and Kesar Shem That is the Sma, the Drisha, and the Prisha. Schusa Yagen Elena Val Yisrael. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Kal Tov.